Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the story straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi minute. That's right. Hey folks, time for another In a Mississippi Minute by me. There, there I am, Steve Azar. As I preach the gospel of Mississippi, there are so many fabulous things to do that reflect all beautiful things of Mississippi. Go to visit Mississippi.org and check it out. Alright, love celebrating the up and coming folks, the true talents to the masses, just like you guys. If you don't know them yet, just give it time. Today's guest, a singer-songwriter, producer from Memphis, Tennessee, just up the road. Visit Mississippi does a ton of stuff with the city of Memphis. It's part of the deal. He recorded and produced his first record from his tiny apartment, as he claims, in New York City, where he currently lives uh, and resides, I guess, and self-released it back in June of 2021. His latest endeavor, Wide Eyes... November mixes a preview. I've loved listening to it. Really fantastic. You will be able to listen to that release uh, very, very soon. Get ready for it. So hang in, but uh, musically is fantastic. So let's just get to it and introduce Memphis's Sherman Tabor, known as Tabor. That's how you're going to find him. What's up, Sherman? How you doing, brother? Hey, Steve. Thank you so much for having me. Just wanted to say, first of all, right off the bat, um, Steve, we haven't known each other for all that long, but I look up to you so much as a songwriter and musician, and it's been so fabulous to get to know you. I'm really grateful to be to be on today. Really excited. Well, about I, that makes you you've made my day already. I'm glowing right now. Uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I don't have Santa's cheeks just yet, but maybe soon after we get through eating uh, over the holidays. There's no telling what I'm going to have to do. I really appreciate that. Um, how we met. Uh, through my brother, Dr. Fred Azar at Campbell's Clinic. So how does your dad and my dad know each other? So they both practice uh, mm-hmm. orthopedics. And, and so, so your brother has been, has been a friend of my dad's and, and of our family's for, for a long time. So did you, go to, where, did you go to Christian Brothers or no? I didn't. I went to MUS, uh, Memphis okay, University sure. School, which is a Christian Brothers, uh, Christian Brothers rival. Exactly. I apologize. I apologize. That I even mentioned it. I know. I know. Mus. <laughs> I won't was, take it personally. Yeah, yeah. I know our kids when they were in Nashville went to Montgomery Bell Academy. So you guys would run into each other in state uh, football and basketball and stuff like that. But uh, so I knew about the school. Exactly. So let's dig back a little bit right now because I want to go. Your rearview mirror isn't that so far behind. You know, when I talk to a lot of my Correct. songwriter buddies and artists. We have to start scratching our heads, and then we have to start breaking out a photo album that doesn't exist anymore, you know, uh, to figure out what the heck happened back in the day. But seriously, for you, it's not that far behind. And um, when did music sort of start seeping in? Uh, Is it something that's been in your family? Are you the only one? And also, I want to know about sports or anything else you sort of did with your time as a kid. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I'll start with I'll start with sports because that's the that's the less interesting piece of it. So so growing up, I I was really mostly interested in music, which is what we'll get back to. Um, my parents were big believers in team sports being important in development, and so I, I played everything. I played baseball, basketball, 
lacrosse, tennis, um, football for a while. And I was, I was a pretty good athlete as a really young person. Um, I was like fast and, and agile and I had zero hand-eye coordination. So by the time people <laughs> turned like 12 and 13, I got just blown out of the water in team sports. Um, so I stuck with swimming, which I was naturally good at, but didn't really like. Um, but it was the only thing I was really good at. So I stuck with that and I swam all through high school. Um, but I do think it, it was like, Time-wise, a pretty huge part of my childhood. My dad was my flag football coach and my baseball coach and even my soccer coach for a little while. So that was really important for our relationship. I'm glad that I spent time playing sports, but really what I wanted to be doing was playing the piano and singing. Um, so you asked about music, and that really goes back um, all the way for me. So my grandfather on my dad's side is a beautiful pianist. And for as long as I can remember, music was a really big part of our house and our family. Um, growing up, every summer, all of my cousins on, on that side of my family, on my dad's side of the family, would get together for a week every summer. And one of my like clearest memories all the way back is the family gathering around the piano. And my grandfather would play and we would all sing along to show tunes and Beatles and, you know, all kinds of classic songs. And I just remember loving doing that and loving looking up so much to him for kind of putting that in all of our lives. And I thought that was so cool to, to have that as a, as a bonding thing and something that he could do that allowed people to, to be together and, and make music together. Um, so I, I started taking piano lessons when I was around like five or six and it didn't really stick. Um, so I stopped. Which is usually the case a lot of times, right? It's hard, five or six. <laughs> exactly. It really is. Exactly. Yeah, my parents thought that I should do it, and, and I wasn't really that into it. Um, and then I tried again when I was about 10, and it kind of didn't stick again. Um, but then I have a memory of being 13, I think, and it was another one of those summers where my cousins were all in town. And my cousin Robert sat down at the piano and was playing this song called Love Song by Sarah Bareilles. Yeah. Which I love. I love the great song. He was playing that. Such a great song. He was playing that and similar scenario. Everybody, all the older cousins who I just thought were so cool and I wanted to be just like them, they all gathered around and they were singing along. And I thought, that's so cool that Robert can do that. I want to be able to do that. And so I said, all right, Dad, I think I'm ready. Let me try again. Did piano lessons one more time and that time it stuck. Um, and I've been doing it ever since. You're, we're talking to Sherman Tabor, the, his band, his artist name is Tabor, T-A-B-O-R. So yeah. check him out, follow him, everybody, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music, uh, and consume your, your, uh, your fascination for uh, free music. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I always do a little pun, a little, little shot right there. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, so Sherman, stylistically, as I listen to you, you know, Justin Timberlake, from Memphis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think Justin, I th we're, you're not as uh, dance sort of like he's. Uh, he reminds me a little bit of uh, when I see him. I think of Michael Jackson or something. You know, big pop. Uh, you know, things that you can move to and whatever. Yours is. I'm trying to understand how to explain it. It's your own thing, um, and you produce your own music. You write your own music. I guess my question is, stylistically, where do you see yourself, or do you ever think about that? Yeah, for sure. It's such a good question, and I think I'm, I'm also trying to figure that out, too. I think the, the two things that I love are pop, like you're talking about, Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber. I, I yeah. love yeah. pop music. I love the way it makes people feel. I love the escape um, and the, the, the creative sounds you can make. So I'm, I'm kind of caught between that world and, and the singer-songwriter world. I also love that. So I think if I had to call it something, I would call it singer-songwriter pop, which yeah. I realize is just sticking those two things together. Um, well, there's something me, more about, organic about yours to me than well, what they're putting. I mean, you know what I mean? There's a little, uh, I guess organic's the word. Um, there's also this 70s feel. Do you remember the song, Believe It or Not, I'm Walking on Air? I never thought oh, yeah. I could. Anyway, from the Great American Hero, whatever the, the show was, there is a sound that you are doing when you're producing your records that reminds me of the 70s. Um, I, 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 that's what I feel when I'm listening. And I dig the 70s more than any era of music. 
period. So that's a compliment, just FYI. Definitely. Well, I appreciate that. I think, and I really appreciate your comment about, about the organicness. I think that's, that's huge to me, and I, I think that comes from I write all the songs either at the piano or at the guitar. So they start as singer-songwriter, um, and I like to think that they could be that if, if I wanted them to be, if that were where I wanted to go production-wise. So I think starting there with that foundation, something that you could just sit down at the guitar and play, um, and then turning it into something that's bigger, something that's pop and has a beat and has some you know creative, crazy sounds going on that, that I've made on my computer, I think it, it's rooted in, in the, in the singer-songwriter, which is hopefully what gives it some grounding. Steve Azar with Sherman Tabor. Tabor is what he goes by musically. Check it out. Visit Mississippi.org. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Just click it. We'll be right back. I'm Steve Azar. I'm still trying to Hey, folks. Steve Azar here, and my friends at Guarantee Bank are most certainly giving you reasons to celebrate. You made a great move when you opened your Guarantee Bank account. All you got to do now is let your fingers do the walking. From online banking, mobile banking, debit cards, mobile deposit, e-statements, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, and Google Pay. It's all right there. And don't forget to refer friends and family to Guarantee Bank, and you'll both receive $50. Thanks for doing business with my friends at Guarantee Bank. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 60 degrees. Tonight, cloudy and cold, low all the way down to 13 degrees. Friday, sunny skies, high only to 26. Friday evening, partly cloudy, low around 16. And for your Saturday, mostly sunny, high only to 33. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Why are we on this planet? Did God create us just to work the nine to five grind and crash for the weekend? No, our creator wants to use us, you and me, to give back to others. You can be a part of God's bringing restoration to a fallen world by donating or volunteering or both at Gateway Rescue Mission right here in Jackson. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. You mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. It sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hunting and Timberland are some of the most highly valued and sought after real estate available. Hi, I'm Mike Odom, Realtor and Land Specialist with Four Corner Properties. And from every corner of the state, 4CP is your total real estate solution. Whether you're in the market for an investment track, a weekend getaway for the family, or you want to buy or sell a home, I'm here to help. Call me today on my cell at 601-927-5018 or 601-952-2828 or visit our website, 4CPLandonHomes.com. Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Steve Azar here. 
with Sherman Tabor. Tabor. Check him out musically everywhere you consume and listen and digest your music. Get your emotions rolling. You know how we are. We love to rock. Here in Mississippi, visit Mississippi.org. Knows everything about rock and roll, blues, gospel, country. Come on. It's all right here. Check it out. When I was able to go in and experiment and just jack around with mandolins, which I didn't play at the time, but I played on a bunch of my, or quite a few of my records. It was just me messing around with sounds in the studio, banging on uh, road cases. And I mean, who told you to do it? Was it out of necessity or is it just your era that allows you to uh, be a little bit more technologically savvy because you can? Making sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think it's two things. First of all, I'm glad you brought up Waiting on Joe. I love that song. And I think it's like the the experimentation and messing around, I think it's so impressive that you were doing that before it got so easy to do because I think that's something you mentioned and is really part of the answer. It's just that there are so many tools that are inexpensive and accessible for people who want to make music today I mean, the way I started figuring it out was after school, in middle school, I, would, I came home and I had GarageBand, and I would just plug in my little MIDI keyboard, and you can play the saxophone or the drum kit or any kind of synthesizer just right from your keyboard. So I think part of it is definitely the accessibility of technology. It, it's easy. It's, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's super easy to just kind of mess around and, and make stuff happen right from your bedroom with, with very little equipment. I have a hundred um, questions and then, to ask you, but go ahead, keep going. I, I apologize. Go ahead, keep <laughs> yeah, going. I'm excited for them. No, 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 no. Don't apologize. The the second part I think is just um, curiosity, and I guess where curiosity meets necessity. So I I sang all throughout growing up in groups. So I had like that that kind of social outlet musically, but I've I'd never played in a band, so I never had access to like, oh, I'm playing with somebody who plays the drums or who plays the mandolin or who plays. XYZ thing, and, and I was curious about those sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was trying to take up instruments, and I took up the guitar, I took up the banjo, and um, I kind of tried to take up the violin. That didn't really go very well, but I couldn't get... I, I was I was too excited about it to wait and put in the time to learn instruments, so a lot of times I'd come home from school and be like, well, I can play the violin right now on my keyboard, and I can record it and have that sound. So I think it was... I wanted to be able to interact with those sounds, and then... You can even get into sounds that that people can't actually play, you know, like synthesized sounds and stuff like that. So it was it was also that curiosity and like I just wanted to be able to reproduce those sounds that I was hearing on pop records. Um, and then came home and it was easy to do it with technology. Okay, so let me let me explain. Let me say one thing. Curiosity was what I was about to bring up. So how curious were you? Because um, looking back, it definitely was curiosity for me, but I didn't see it that way. But as time went on, I was like, you know, you start, hmm, you do that a lot. <laughs> what would that, what would that be like, right? Um, yeah. and in this case, curiosity doesn't kill the cat. Curiosity allows you to grow artistically. Also, you're not under the gun of, oh, I've got three hours in the studio. You, you know what I mean? You, right. You've got there is a peace and a freedom about that, right? Do you feel free when you're when you're going through the process of recording? Yes, absolutely. Um, and that's that's sort of a benefit and a drawback of being uh, you know, a one-person deal. You know, I don't have anybody who's giving me deadlines. I'm not working with anybody. So it's, it's freedom in that I make totally my own schedule. If I decided, hey, the, the album I'm working on, it's, I, it's not done. I thought it was, but it's not. You know, nobody's going to – and that's, that's just on me. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm free to scrap it and, and try something else. But the flip side of that is, I don't have anybody asking me to do anything. So, so you also have um, a little bit of this kind of void where it's all, you know, I have to, I have to be self-motivated and I have to be disciplined and I have to do that thing where like, cause I have, I have a nine to five, so I've got to, I've got to make time to do it. And if I've got somebody saying, Hey, let's go get dinner tonight or, or, or do whatever, I have to be able to say, no, I'm, I'm going home because I told myself I'm going to work on a song. And even though I don't have, a producer or a label or, or a bandmate reminding me I got to finish it. I have to kind of stay on my own back. So there's definitely that freedom, but then it's also a little 
it's a little lonely, and, and you, i got to kind of stay on myself about it. Right. Well, it sounds like you're very disciplined. That is a rule number one. It's interesting to me that you have you understand the craft of songwriting without having proper tutorage. Was there any time you spent with anybody, or did you just sort of, is it happening naturally? Um, well, before I answer that, I have to say thank you so much for those incredibly kind You don't words. have to thank just, me. I'm like, I'm telling you. Well, I do. I'm, I'm blushing. I'm beaming. I just caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. My face is bright red. There you uh, go. You matched so me now. You. I really So I got it. you back. Touche. <laughs> there we go. Touche. Um, on the, on the writing, so for me, I think it's just been a lot of time. I mean, I'm, I'm 26, so I'm, I'm young, but I've been working on this since I was 11 and I didn't really share anything until I was 24. So I had 13, if I did that math right, good years of kind of incubating. Um, but I've never, I've never worked technically with anyone. I've never had songwriting lessons or, um, or even, co-written with anyone but i had a really fabulous guitar and voice teacher uh when i was in late middle school and then throughout high school her name is michelle schrader she's a fabulous musician and songwriter she's in memphis um and still playing there and teaching there and she asked if i was interested in songwriting at the time she was doing a bunch of songwriting and i had heard some of her original songs and said that's really cool and at the time, I said no because I was embarrassed, and I had never really, I hadn't even really finished the song. I had a bunch of kind of started songs and ideas, um, but I'd never told anybody about it, so, so I said no. Um, and then a few weeks or months or whatever went by, and, and I kind of worked up the courage and told her I'd written a song. I was really embarrassed about it. I didn't think it was good at all. Um, and she asked me to play it for her and I did. And she, and it really, it was not a great song. I, I listened back to it recently and it was, it was, it was not great. And she was so encouraging and she was like, Sherman, this is fabulous. This is a talent. And she encouraged me to record it. And she took me to the studio in Memphis with a friend of hers who was like, I don't know. I, I was like 14 at the time. So this person seemed like they were, you know, 50 they were probably 30 i have no idea but it, i was so intimidated um and <laughs> recorded and i played the piano and sang and she wanted to make a music video anyway she was so encouraging and fabulous i ended up recording the song and we we kind of made a music video but i didn't like it so we we hid that that's that's nowhere to be found but <laughs> she was so encouraging that i decided to you know kind of continue and, and continue to share and it's it's taken until just two years ago for me to want to share publicly with the world. But along the way, there have been several friends and family members who just were so encouraging when I let them in kind of on my big secret that I was writing songs and not telling anybody about it. So to me, it's just been that. It's been if you've got some people who, who believe in you and are willing to listen and um, and are are excited about what you're doing, Yeah, that that kind of kept me at it. So that was a really long-winded question that no. didn't even directly answer your question. No, I've never had any any um, tutoring or anything like that. But it's just been it's just been working on it and, and having a few a few great people along the way who believed in me. Well, I think you're very aware of songs you listen to, so that that has to be happening. So you can self teach if you really pay attention, and you sound like you you lock in and you get focused, even if when you're probably not there. You're learning constantly, I believe. Uh, is what I'm For trying sure. to. I'm, right now, you're supposed to be laying on the couch. I'm your shrink, but it, I feel like it's the opposite <laughs> right now, because I, I, I'm trying to understand it a little better. Um, also, it, you remind me of. I had a teacher. You know, you, we had teachers that really made a difference. One was a brother that came in. We had a priest that was uh, murdered it, when we were kids. When we were in junior high, he we came to school that day, and he wasn't there. And they re we realized what happened. So in comes this brother. Well, I wasn't necessarily a brother. He was a Jesuit. He was he was in the seminary deciding if he wanted to be a priest. That's what it was. And I've had him on my show, uh, Father Chris Myers now. But back then, he heard me playing and singing and writing. And he goes, you're going to be the guy that does the Mass at 1130, you know, Catholic, and start writing. I want to hear these songs you're writing. He pushed me. And everyone before were hindering. They, they weren't giving me those positive, hopeful, mojo moments, you know? So it was him, and then it was another teacher named Miss McGaw who was all in, and she she was the one that I 
when it came back and I started doing magazines, who's your favorite teacher? You know, she was a huge English teacher, huge impact. But I had one other English teacher. I'm not going to mention her name, but it was so funny because she said, if you accomplish this with your music and you get into this, it was like the Young Americans or something in Petowski, Michigan, you know, that like a couple hundred people a year get in. And she goes, you don't have to do a term paper. And I said, oh, baby. And so that was wonderful. Oh, I, did, I did get in, but I didn't go. We were heavy into tennis in the summers, and, and I was uh, still playing baseball. And I said, I'm not giving that up for that. So I didn't have to do a term paper, which when you went to college and you had never done a term paper, it came back to haunt me. So I regret that. Oh, I'm sure. I regret that. All right, forget about what else I was going to say. Visit Mississippi.org is something special. Check it out. Our man Sherman Tabor is my guest today. His name, recording-wise, if you can check him out, everywhere you consume music is Tabor. T-A-B-O-R. We'll be right back. I'm Steve Azar. You're in the Mississippi Minute. You know that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money? And a lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they aren't online. With the power of STMM Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referrals and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at STMM Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Martin Luther first introduced lighted candles on a Christmas tree in Germany to show his children what stars look like at night in the forest. Today, the brightest stars may be found under the tree. Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. At Albritton's Jewelry, you'll find a dazzling selection of rubies, emeralds, sapphires, and diamonds personally selected by a graduate gemologist for quality and value. Fabulous precious gemstones in your choice of settings. We also carry many fine watches from manufacturers such as Breitling and pre-owned Rolex as well as designer jewelry brands like Roberto Coin, Decori, and Mickey Moto. Shopping at All Britons is a holiday tradition. This year, make it yours. Shop our amazing selection in our beautiful showroom located at 4460 Old Canton Road in Jackson. All Britons Jewelry, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. If it's from All Britons Jewelers, it's a special gift under the tree. Under 35 and already losing your hair? Come on, guys. You know, looking 10 years older is not a plus for your career or your social life. But you have a choice that your dad didn't have. You can choose to keep your hair. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office medical treatments stop loss and regrow your hair. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at KeyConstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Hi, I'm Thomas Trammell with Family Termite. The season's getting a lot colder, and different kinds of insects are going to start coming into your home, into your structures, and your business. Look out for ladybugs, cockroaches, mice, and rats. You can call us for any of those things, and we can take care of you. Call Family Termite at 601-933-1014 or reach us on our website at www.family-termite.com. Call us at 601-933-1014. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's clothing. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Three people have been arrested in connection to a Sunday night shooting that took place at Kroger on I-55 in Jackson that left two injured. 
According to Hines County Sheriff Tyree Jones, 20-year-old LaShawn Robbins is charged with two counts of aggravated assault and one count of shooting into an open vehicle. 18-year-old Ariel Royal and 20-year-old Jamari Holly are charged with accessory after the fact. Sheriff Jones believes the motive behind the shooting had to do with a love interest between the shooter and the female victim. That the motive at this particular time, the shooter and the female victim that was wounded in the vehicle, we believe that there was some type of relationship, whether it was an ongoing relationship or a past relationship. Both victims are still recovering at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. This is professional ball player and former Mississippi State Bulldog, Jake Mangum. Mississippi is my home. I've been all over the state and seen just about all there is to see. As a native, joining Farm Bureau was a no-brainer. They're there when I need them, with competitive rates and exceptional customer service. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. I'm Mississippi Secretary of State Michael Watson. Over the holidays, I encourage you to not only reflect on this incredibly challenging past year, but also on the goodness, provision, and peace the Lord has provided. This Christmas, I hope you'll join me in taking the time to enjoy your family and friends with a grateful heart. From my family to yours, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rocking down a Mississippi Minute. I'm in the middle of it, or sort of in the back half of it. Gets sad to me sometimes, especially when guests like today, Sherman Tabor, his act name is Tabor, T-A-B-O-R. Please check it out. Stream his music. It's really unique, very cool. Visit Mississippi.org is very unique as well. We celebrate music. We are the birthplace of it all. Even though he grew up just north of the Mississippi line in Memphis, we give him a little bit of Mississippi because he's close enough. Hey, Sherman. I appreciate that. You got it. Sherman, as far as um, Mississippi and Memphis music, uh, influence-wise, was there anything, you know, when you were growing up in Memphis that you feel like that is stuck? Yeah, growing up in Memphis, um, I I didn't get to a lot of, like, live shows um there wasn't a lot of that going on when i was growing up so my influences were more in the in the lessons the community where i was taking lessons um and so the i was kind of talking before about my guitar teacher michelle and then i had a piano teacher named isabel um and so they would encourage me to play some like very small open mic nights um and would introduce me to their other students who were also playing and and writing um and so i got to you know have some some friends from a really young age who were doing similar stuff to what i was doing Mm -hmm. um and so that was that was influential from an artistic perspective you know i got to see the the cool music that they were making but also influential from a confidence perspective i think having other people to talk to about music and just knowing that i had some some mentors who believed in me, wanted to encourage me to explore um, those, you know, the, the music stuff and, and mm-hmm. talk about it with people. I think that was that was really influential for me. When you're going to play live, how would you foresee yourself? Because uh, Ed Sheeran, I think about him, you know, he's got the box on stage. He starts building these tracks. He can be alone. His dad's yep. his tour manager, right? I mean, they're, they're killing it. So... Uh, and I also see that your music sort of, to me, reminds me, it's almost like Timberlake meets Ed Sheeran meets, you know, that that's where I'm talking about. He's more organic to me, although one of his yeah. last records I heard was very, 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 very pop and sort of fit, uh, fit a little bit with Dua Lipa and, you know what I mean, a lot of those acts like that. So 
um, he seems to be reinventing and exploring as well. And curiosity's got him for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, don't you sort of see yourself sort of in the middle of there? Yeah, I appreciate that. Ed Sheeran is, is one of my biggest songwriting influences. I think it's been really fun to track his career. He started off super singer-songwritery. The, the A-Team, his first big song, was actually probably the second or third song I learned on guitar. Um, and so those like little open mic night things that, that I was talking about, that was, that was one of the songs that I would play. And then he got kind of moved into like the stadium stuff, but that's what, that's what I really love of his. Cause to me, it does both. It's like starting to cross into pop. It's bigger sounds. It's experimental, but it still has the, the singer songwriter lyrics at the heart of it. And then, yeah, most recently his, um, the, uh, bad habits and, and, and that record. Uh, was very pop, and I also I love that as well. I think the the the, the sounds of it and, and the energy of it and the diversity of of the different sure. tracks on there. So sure. yeah, I um I really appreciate that comparison. I I do I look up to him a lot, and Justin Timberlake was also one of my first concerts. He was he had come home to Memphis and played a big show um, when he was doing the the 2020 yeah. experience. Um, so yeah, I think I think what I love about about the Ed Sheeran comparison is is I like all of the different sounds that he's tried and and I I love pursuing the the pop thing and and trying out new sounds, but I also love the the sort of singer songwriter route. So I think you asked about playing live and that that's kind of that that's something really interesting for me at the moment because when I'm making this music, I'm making it all on my own, so I'm not picturing it even though I'm producing it to a bigger sound, I'm not imagining playing it with a full band. So a lot of times I'm thinking, well, I've written this pop song that's, that's really upbeat and it's got, it's got these kind of crazy synthesized sounds, but really if I were to play it live, I would want to just sit down at the piano or sure. the guitar and, and play it, you know, just, just me. And, and I think that would, I like envisioning people being like, whoa, I didn't imagine that that pop song could be that stripped down and be a singer right. songwriter exactly that it could be that as well talking to tabor sherman tabor t-a-b-o-r i'm spelling it so you guys won't you know do an e-r t-a-b that's not it i might even put that in your head which i just did i apologize <laughs> tabor um you know i i think about first of all justin timberlake I, I, my moment with him was i was doing a charity event i can't remember whose we were both on the putting green we we're both celebrity guests i was coming off a couple hits Felt pretty good about myself. Walked up to him. Hey, Justin, what's up? You know, and um, at that point, I could compete with him on the golf course. I'm not sure anymore. But uh, so I had a little cockiness going. I really wasn't cocky. I was really wanting to say hello. And he goes, hey, man, what's up? Like, you know, and, I, and then I said, oh, so I threw this at him. I'm Dr. Azar's brother. Dr. Azar, you're, you're Dr. Azar's brother. Best. Oh, my God. He operated on me. He's the best doctor. Da, 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 da. And he went off and I couldn't get him to shut up. And I said, OK, so it takes that, doesn't it? You know, so it was sort of a humbling moment, realizing that my doctor brother was more famous than me, especially in the eyes of Justin Timberlake. <laughs> so that was my moment. Uh, the other thing, but I've always respected the thing I see about you is Ed Sheeran wise, you can take these and build these tracks now live. So you could actually do what you're doing since you did it and sample all those sounds in and add one at a time or, or you know, basically it is you. It's not like you're playing to a track. Those are your tracks. Those are your creations, every yeah. inch of it. So I think that that's always going to be an opportunity for you where no one could ever criticize. They could only go, man, that's cool how you did that. You could almost walk people through a song and build it on stage and go, this is what I did. It'd be like its own storytelling behind the song, which a lot of people don't have the ability to do. Yeah, that's true. And that's my favorite way to share the songs with people when I show them to friends i like i get so excited to have them come sit at my tiny little home studio that i've that i've created in my living room and say like okay here's the drums and then here's where i added this this violin sound you can hear that and then okay here's the background vocals and kind of like build it up and show them all the different pieces sure um so finding figuring out a way to do that live uh with, with a crowd would be really really fun yeah well it would just take you a week to sort it out and really focus and then you'd have it locked right. in it as, as good as you are at capturing uh uh you're you're just really good at at locking in and honing in and figuring it out it, which is your focus is really good um i can tell you i was one of the things i wanted to mention earlier when i was talking about my my no term paper moment um <laughs> my first songs 
that I ever wrote or the ones that got me signed when I was 27 in Nashville, not all the ones in between. In fact, I walked in the door, I knocked on the door that somebody had already, they became my first publisher and manager. Uh, I respect him so much. Was the head of Atlantic Records years ago, Rick Sanchek. His dad was one of the founders of BMI. Um, and he was so important in my career, but he had already said no. So I decided I'd knock on his door and he goes, I already said, we already said no. He goes, well, you don't look like your picture. Maybe you don't sound like your songs. I swear he said that. And so um, I, I go, I don't know how to take that, but I'll take it as a compliment. Anything to get in the door, right? So I go in the door and I start playing him those same songs that I sent him. And he goes, no, no. So I, there I was just totally beat up, but I gotten used to getting beat up. So I put my guitar in the bag. I was about to zip it. And he goes, hey, do me one favor. Play me one of the first songs you ever wrote. And I said, what? And he goes, well, you just, can you remember him? I said, I think I can. So I literally played him probably the third song I ever wrote, fourth song, fifth song. And, and this was 13 years later, right? And every song I played him, he said, you're a songwriter. And I went, what? He goes, you're a songwriter. He, would, he offered me a deal before I walked out the door. So I was going to um, John Prine's company, Oh Boy, to meet with Al Bonetta. And I played the same songs. And he goes, you're a songwriter. I'm going to sign you. But I'm going on vacation. I'll be back in two weeks. I'm going to introduce you to John. Well, I signed before. And it was so funny. Al and I became great friends. He goes, you didn't have two weeks? I said, no, man. I, was, I mean, I'd been wanting this since I was 11. So, no, I didn't have two weeks. But he became very influential and really helped me with having my own record label because, oh, boy, and John Prine and Al Bonetta, God rest both their souls, were doing it without the major. And so... I had a major deal, and when I went from major to my own label, I mean, I was he was I was in his ear at all times. He was a huge help. So uh, it's funny that you talk about early songs. I think sometimes you can get it, and then sometimes you want to. Uh, somewhere along the line, it was working for me live, but the songs weren't translating when I'd record them. So that's why I'm really, really fascinated by your ability to capture it so soon, and that's credit to you. Um, your sound and your your use of melody, and the way you chase your words with your the melody attached, they just sound like they're all one thing, and that's what it has to do. So really, really great, really great. We're talking to my man Sherman Tabor. His act, he calls himself Tabor, T A B O R. Check it out. Visit Mississippi.org. We'll set you free this week. And I'm Steve Azar. You're on in a Mississippi minute. We'll super talk. We'll be right back. Hey folks, Steve Azar here, and my friends at Guarantee Bank are most certainly giving you reasons to celebrate. You made a great move when you opened your Guarantee Bank account. All you got to do now is let your fingers do the walking. From online banking, mobile banking, debit cards, mobile deposit, e-statements, Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, and Google Pay. It's all right there. And don't forget to refer friends and family to Guarantee Bank, and you'll both receive $50. Thanks for doing business with my friends at Guarantee Bank. Go to gbtonline.com to find out more. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. With a single handshake, John Ravenstein buys millions in diamonds. And that's the buying power it takes to be Mississippi's direct diamond importer. You see, we sell so many diamonds, the finest diamond cutters from around the world come to us. He's got the million dollar handshake. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein. That's why here at Juniker Jewelry, you'll shop from 10 times the loose diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. Because finding just the right diamond at the right price, the perfect diamond for her is what Juniker Jewelry is all about. Best of all, we guarantee the lowest price in the state. We even have 12 months interest-free financing for qualified buyers. So when you're ready, we're ready at Mississippi's Direct Diamond Importer. And I want to shake your hand. And make her the happiest girl in the world. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's Direct Diamond Importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. 
Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Miskelly Furniture, homegrown and locally owned since 1978. We're committed to this community where our team members live and our customers are neighbors. It's also where a lot of our furniture is made. We carry more brands made in our state than any other retailer in the Southeast. Look for the Made in Mississippi tags throughout our store. You'll find quality products that support local Mississippi companies. At Muskelly's, we look forward to furnishing happiness for many years to come. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Saturdays in Seaspire Country are sacred. Just ask the Jackson family. Dad's watched every one of his alma mater's games. But now that his daughter's graduated from her school, she doesn't want to miss her team either. Luckily, they've got fanatically fast Seaspire fiber that lets them both stream at the same time, with bandwidth powerful enough to unite a house divided. Oh, come on! Welcome to Seaspire Country, where champions reign. Visit seaspire.com slash fiber for details. Hey, I'm Andy Jones from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please, make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here. With Super Talk Mississippi News, what happens, why does it happen, and how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. What if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. STMM Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. When you've done all you need to do, and you had more I'm enjoying my time. You I feel like I don't know how I feel. I know I do know that visit Mississippi.org makes you feel really good. So many glorious things that uh, that really shine a light on what we're all about in Mississippi. Check it out. Just up the road, we call it our own, really the capital of North Mississippi is Memphis. Somewhere along the lines, they drew the wrong line and gave it to Tennessee. I don't understand it. Sherman Tabor is my guest today. Sherman, what uh, do you, have you ever thought about Memphis as its own little thing, and do you feel like sometimes it, it belongs to Mississippi? Just humor me. <laughs> I don't know about belonging to Mississippi, but for sure it, it's its own little thing. I think Memphis 
has changed so much since since I've been there. So I I, I was born in Charlotte, North Carolina, but moved to Memphis when I was two, um, and, and have been there ever since. Um, and we we have to we're constantly fighting with Nashville as kind of our big yeah. older brother younger brother situation, especially where music is concerned. And I think Memphis, when I was growing up, was such a like a legacy music town. You mm-hmm. know, we had such a rich history musically, but not a lot going on currently. Um, and in the last few years since I went away to college and then have been living in New York and, and go home and visit, I think the the music community there especially has just gotten, it, it's, it's vibrant again, yeah. um, in, in, in a really exciting way. And there's a lot going on there. So it's definitely its own thing. I, I totally agree with you. And then before we get going, I want to jump into wide eyes, November mixes, uh, the name of the album that's coming out. What's the plan? When is it, when is it going to be released? Cause this interview will air a little sooner, but it'll live on podcast everywhere. So you'll have that. Um, but, but, for our listeners uh, who want to follow you, well, before we get there, where does the inspiration come from the entire record? Did you have a vision in your mind before you went in, or did the vision start to proclaim itself as you went along and, and wrote more songs? Yeah, I, I love that question. Um, so, yeah, the, the record is called Wide Eyes, um, and there were, there were a couple songs that I had written. Um, this was started about a year and a half ago, right after I released games the the first record and i'd written this song called comeback carolina which yeah. was about growing up um so so i grew up mostly in tennessee but as i said i was born in north carolina most of my family is still in north carolina so growing up kind of between between those two spots and then moving out and moving up to new york kind of about just a song that that looks at your roots and and who you were and who you thought you would be when you were young Right. And then trying to reconcile that with, with who you become. The the line that I'm most proud of in there is, can I be who I was and still be who I want to be? Yeah. Um, so I had this kind of, I, I found myself writing about youth and, and looking back at the way that I, that we all kind of think about the world when we're, when we're five years old and what a magical place full of possibilities the world feels like. So I knew I wanted to write about that. And then I was flying back into New York from a, a family trip, actually, to North Carolina. And I passed a, a billboard for some, it was glasses or sunglasses, or it might have even been like LASIK eye surgery or something, something optic related. And there was a, a the, the tagline was something about wide eyes. Hmm. And I, I just, I saw it and I thought, I think that is, I think that's going to be the title for the next album. I think that's what the feeling is that I'm talking about. And the first few songs that I wrote were pretty sad. The the Comeback Carolina song is definitely a a sad there's there's some nostalgia and, and some melancholy kind of wistfulness in there. And I know I didn't want to write a sad record, so I was trying to figure out how do I write about this topic but not have a record that's just sad. And Wide Eyes to me captures that hopeful feeling of being young. Um, and yeah. so then the rest of it was I had the concept and I was I was writing to the concept. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Visit Mississippi.org, folks. Please check it out. Spend some time in your in our glorious state celebrating who we are. We're pretty cool. I just want you to know that. We're actually very cool. We're significantly cool, if I could say that. Sherman Tabor has been my guest today, and Tabor is how you check him out musically everywhere. Sherman, blessings. Don't spend too much time in New York. Come back down to uh, the North Delta of Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you so much for having me, Steve. This was so wonderful. I really appreciate it. You bet, buddy. Blessings. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money? And a lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they aren't online. With the power of STMM Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referrals and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at STMM Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.